Welcome to Windsor Christian Fellowship Church Podcast. Our church vision is to win generations to Christ, connect them to His master plan, empower them to succeed, and grow the kingdom of God. For other podcast resources or more information about Windsor Christian Fellowship, please visit us at www.wcf.ca. Praise God. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'm reading from Luke 10, verse 25 to 37. And, and this is an important, because this is about the Good Samaritan. And most of us hear the term, the Good Samaritan. A lot of people don't, may not even know where it came from, but most of us in church obviously have heard where it came from. But it's important that we really understand it. And I'm going to read, starting at verse 25. It says, One day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what do I do to inherit eternal life? So who was asking Jesus the question? An expert, right, in religious, in religion, and so in religious law. And so Jesus replied and says, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? In other words, what do you read when you read the law of Moses? That's what Jesus replied with. The man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus said, do this and you will live. Now, I remember many years ago, I was worshiping God, and I was just really spending a lot of time with the Lord and in his presence, and I was just loving God and worshiping him and worshiping him and praising him, and, and I was just so overcome by my love for him, and I remember saying to him, God, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? I want to do something for you. And you know what he said to me loud and clear? Love others. What you do for others, you are doing for me. And it was just, it just resonated with me. And, and so we demonstrate how we love God by how we love one another and how we do things for others. So the man said that, love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said, right, do this and you will live. You will have eternal life. The man wanted to justify his actions. So he asked Jesus, then who is my neighbor? So who is this that I'm supposed to love? That's basically what he's saying. Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish, a Jewish man was one of God's chosen people. That's who God worked through and talked through in those days, the Jews. And so uh, it was a Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. Now, I've been on that road, and I haven't walked it, but I've driven in a bus up and down that area from Jer- Jericho to Jerusalem. And there's a huge difference in in. Jerusalem is like, I don't know how many, maybe 2,500 or 3,000 feet above sea level. And Jericho is about 2,200 feet below sea level. It's one of the lowest places on earth. And so there's a big difference between um, the height and, and, and that whole area. And the road going to, from Jericho up to Jerusalem is a very windy road. And of course now it's all paved. Back then it wouldn't have been. But... Obviously, this man was coming from Jerusalem, and he was walking towards Jericho. And Jerusalem was the place where the presence of God dwelt. And that's where the temple was. That's where God was. And this man, who was obviously one of God's people, he was walking from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And and it's kind of symbolic of him turning and walking away from the presence of God. Walking away from where God was. And that opened him up. To the thief. And it says he was attacked by bandits. And they stripped him of his clothes and his dignity. They beat him up and left him half dead beside the road. Now, a lot of times in life, people are beaten up by life. Things happen in their lives that are devastating to them. And um, I'm going to be talking more about addiction today because I'm going to be sharing about what the Life Center is doing. And... and um, It's important that we know and get this because addiction is probably one of the worst things that can happen to a person. Once you get addicted to something, it totally enslaves you. It takes over your life and it destroys everything in your life. And it is a thief. Addiction is a thief. It's a robber. It's something the devil uses to destroy lives, to break apart families, to cause people to do things they never would do normally and to cause them to lose all their dignity, and all of their reason for living. So many people end up dying in addiction. In fact, it's becoming an epidemic today. 
if you listen to the news at all, they are saying that the, the whole drug addiction and uh, drug overdoses and deaths due to drug has exponentially grown all across Canada in the last seven, or, seven to ten years. Far more. In fact, they, one of the statistics I read was um, in Vancouver City alone, there was in 2000 and I think 10 or 12, something like that, there was 200 people died of drug overdoses. Last year, 2016, there was 900 deaths of drug overdoses, and they expect it to be even higher. I read in the paper recently in Windsor that um, the hospitals were preparing for the epidemic of drug overdoses that they knew were, were increasing and becoming more and more, because, especially because of the fentanyl um, drug that is now across the board, across Canada, and it's killing people by the scores. I just recently heard, actually two days ago, I heard on the news about, a, this is in the States, about a, a, some kids, this was a middle class, you know, together, seemingly together family, where the kids went to wake their parents up to find out both their parents were dead from a drug overdose. They both had taken some drug and overdose. And the, and the father was a pilot for Spirit Airline. There are many people that live normal lives, or appear to live normal lives, that have drug addiction in their life. And, um, and things happen. And so, you know, addiction is something that is devastating. A, a number of years ago, Pastor Rick and I went down to uh, Virginia Beach. And while we were down there, this was probably seven or eight years ago, because it was a few years before we opened the center. And um, while we were down there, we were at Empowerment 21, which is an organization that is uh, geared to help churches be empowered for the 21st century for what they need to, what the church was facing. And when we went to this conference, the number one thing they said that the church was facing in the 21st century was addiction. It, it would be the number one problem and issue that the church would have to deal with in order to help people walk in victory. And, you know, somebody can get saved, but if they're still addicted, if they're not free, then they're not going to stay. They're not going to stay because they get discouraged and they feel hopeless and they, they're bound up. And, and so we took that to heart. And, and you know, we moved forward with the, with the Life Center. We moved forward with uh, opening up our... Um, Celebrate Recovery. Okay, it was escaping me. Sorry. Celebrate Recovery and our Genesis and then our Victory Over Addiction course. We, we've put in place a lot of things uh, to help people walk out in freedom from addiction as well as, of course, the Life Center. And so all of that is geared to help people so that they don't have to be destroyed by the enemy. They don't have to um, have their families falling apart and they can be changed from the inside out and know what it is to walk free. But anyway, this, this Jew, he's been beaten up by the enemy. He's lying by the side of the road and he's half dead. And it says, by chance, a priest came along. Now, a priest represents, you know, religious people. And, um, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. So in other words, he didn't do anything to help him. He just went a different way, right? And then a temple assistant looked o walked and looked over and saw him lying there, but he also passed by on the, on the other side. And that's somebody that kind of comes and helps out and, you know, maybe volunteers in a church, but they don't really have compassion or care for people and reach out to help those that are in desperate need of help. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. How many know God, God, we serve a God of compassion? You know, God looks down and he sees these people that are lying by the roadside, half dead. And he's looking for some of his children to go and help them. Right? He's looking for those that will reach out and, and, and be a part of their, their recovery and make a difference in their lives. And it says, and um, going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine. And of course, olive oil stands for the spirit, and the wine stands for the blood of Jesus. And he bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. And the next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling them, take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I will pay you the next time I'm here. So in other words, he was in it for the long haul. He was committed to do whatever he needed to do to help this person recover. He was going to take care of him, regardless of the cost. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits, Jesus asked. 
The man replied, the one who showed him mercy, not just felt mercy for him, not just felt compassion. You know, sometimes, you know, we can hear things or see things, people that are really hurting, and we feel compassion for them, but we don't do anything to change the situation. Then Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same. And so, in other words, God is calling us all to be a part of helping people that are, that are devastated because of addiction or because of life circumstance. There could be other things, too. It doesn't have to be addiction. But um, you know what? We have people all around us that are being robbed by the enemy because of the circumstances in their life. And most people that get addicted get addicted because of um, pain that they are dealing with that they don't know how to deal with. And so, you know, they go to something to try and relieve or find some kind of comfort or escape from the pain they're feeling. And that's why people get involved in addictions. It's not always drugs or alcohol. It can be other things. It could be gambling. It could be pornography. It can be, um, it could be shopping. It could be food addictions. It can be, there's so many things that people go to in order to find relief or find some sense of comfort in the pain that they're feeling in their hearts. But God wants us to go to him. And we want to teach people to go to him so that they get what they need from him. And um, also, another epidemic in our nation, and not just in our nation, but around the world, is mental illness. And, you know, we had Dr. Caroline Leaf in here last year, and, and she talked about how our brain is changes when we get weighed down with life and with maybe unforgiveness or bitterness or depression or pain or all kinds of things that we go through in life and we don't deal with those things properly they actually change how your brain forms inside and and that's why so many people are struggling with mental illness and a lot of times people when they get free they also get free of the mental illness you know depending on what it is and how severe it is um, but we've seen people that really overcome uh, the mental illness that maybe they've been labeled with. And, um, and so there's, there's a lot to that. But mental illness is another area. I remember talking to a psychiatrist, a Christian psychiatrist that I know quite well. And he told me that most mental illness is rooted in unforgiveness and bitter bitterness over long term. So, you know, we wonder why there's an epidemic of it. It's because of what's going on. And... Uh, a couple years ago, they did a statistic. I think this was a couple years old, the statistic. But in Canada alone, 47,000 Canadian deaths were linked to substance abuse annually. 47,000 in one year were linked to substance abuse. Now, that's alcohol, drugs. It can also, it can also be prescription drugs. Uh, some people, they get hooked on you know, prescription drugs, um, painkillers that maybe they're legally being prescribed, but they are, um, it has devastating effects on them over the long term. And so there's all kinds of ramifications to that. I can go on and on with statistics, but all I can say is when I was looking at the charts in the years of, from 2010 to 2017 in the addictions on all levels, on every drug, it went like this to 2017. It's just growing ex exponentially, and it's getting worse. So we have a huge, huge problem in our, in our nation, and we want to be part of the solution. Amen? You know, when I got saved and started serving God, I did not sign up to run a, an addiction center. That was not something I wanted to do. Even when God started calling me to do it, I really didn't want to do it. Because it, I knew that it was going to take a ton of work, a ton of effort. I knew there was going to be a cost to it. And my flesh really didn't want to go there. And there's even times today where my flesh would like to just say, forget this, you know. And uh, because of the involvement and, and the work involved. And, and I, I deal with that, you know, not all the time. But there's t I have my days like everybody else, right? And um, because it, it's hard work. And um, I've also... You know, I was Pastor Howie was here in the first service, and, and, you know, he told me he never signed up to run a food bank. You know, that wasn't on his agenda either. And, but how many know those things are, are doing what the Good Samaritan would do, right? They are doing, they're fulfilling the need that is out there. And if we didn't do it, the need wouldn't be met. God uses people, and he always uses people to, to meet the needs. And so... What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to ask 
we have here this morning, not all of them, we couldn't get them all to come for various reasons. One is March break, summer people are away, some people live too far, but we did manage to get a, a good number of past residents that have been in the Life Centre that are still walking in sobriety or freedom to come up here with the families that they came with, and they're all going to come up on the stage over here, and then I'm going to ask the women that are in the Life Centre currently to stand over here. And so if they could all come up right now. And you are going to hear some powerful testimonies. Okay. Now, this is, this is a lot of people, but this is not all past residents. Some of their families, obviously, because there's men up here. Their families have come along with them. And um, we want you to here this morning because this church has been so instrumental in birthing the Life Center, been supportive of me in this whole project. And I know there's a lot of people that are tired of me raising money, but this is why I'm doing it. You're going to find out why I'm doing it. And, um, and, uh, and I am not ashamed to do it. I am glad to do it because I know what it's doing, but you need to know what it's doing too. And so I've asked all these people to share. We're going to have each one of the past residents that are no longer a resident of the Life Center, but they were in the Life Center for a period of time. And because of that, it changed your life. And, and each one is going to have one family member share as well that have family members here. And, uh, but I want you to know what the impact this is on not just the residents themselves. Because if you love somebody and they're addicted and it's destroying their lives and tearing apart your family, how many know you're a victim? You're also a part of the pain and the heartache and, and the devastation that comes with addiction. And if you have a daughter or a son or a grandchild or a wife or a sister or somebody that you love and care about, and they're bound up in addiction, it's devastating to you too. And so I want you to hear what God has done over the four years we've been open. And this is not everybody. This is just some of them. There's quite a few that weren't able to come. Um, but we're going to hear some testimonies. And they're all been, they did this in the first service and they were right on time. So just do what you did the first time and it's all going to go well. But uh, I'm going to ask Mary to come up first with her family. Hi, I'm Mary. My name... I live in Leamington. This is my husband, Murray, and my two sons. Um, I was in Windsor Life Center for eight months, and I graduated February the 13th. And um, I was um, struggling with depression, and um, I became an alcoholic. And uh, the way I was dealing with my life, I drank every day, and I was destroying my family, my, my marriage, and it was starting to affect my job. So I made a decision to go to Windsor Life Center, and it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. And um, God has been restoring my marriage, my family, and he has helped me overcome my depression and I am very grateful to Windsor Life Center. And also, um, January of this year, uh, my husband, myself, and my son, we all got baptized. And if, and, and if it wasn't for Windsor Life Center, I wouldn't have seen this day. I, so I didn't thank, thank you to Windsor Life Center. Good morning. My name is Andrew. Uh, when my mom first checked into the Windsor Life Center, she was in pretty rough shape. Um, our family was kind of spreading apart a little bit more, and, you know, things were a mess. So thank you to Windsor Life Center. Uh, my mom, she has a different attitude on life, and which is great. And like my mom said, we're back in the church here now, and with, you know, with a great family. So thank you to Windsor Life Center and uh, Windsor Christian Fellowship. Okay, Jade. Good morning, WCF. Um, my name is Jade, and I am originally from Nova Scotia. Um, my family couldn't be here today. They're all across the country, and my grandparents are watching from Florida, so I just want to say hi, Nanny and Poppy. Um, so four years ago, I was in a very different place. Addiction had led me um, to a point of, uh, of homelessness, of losing myself, losing my identity. I didn't really have much to live for. I didn't have anything, really. And so I made uh, the choice to come here to Windsor, which was the best decision of my life, honestly. And uh, over the course of 14 
months I was in program, um, they were really my firm foundation and they were sort of like my training wheels, um, you know, in helping me learn to ride that bike of life again. And uh, the, the healing that I got and the tools and the skills and uh, it's just... I can't even explain how indebted and grateful I am to them. I ended up working for them for a while and doing an internship, and now I'm uh, walking out my recovery almost four years later um, in university for social work and psychology, really doing well with that. I'm very um, active in the recovery community in Windsor, and uh, yeah, I just have God to thank for that, and you guys and Pastor Kathy and everybody at the home. Um, best decision of my life. Thank you so much. Norma. Good morning. When I first came to Windsor, it was in May of 2015, I entered the doors and I was totally broken. I had nothing that I felt that I could live for. I had been diagnosed with severe depression, anxiety disorder, borderline personality disorder, and I'd also had numerous serious suicide attempts in my life in a period of four years. But Windsor Life Center has changed my life. I now walk in freedom. I've learned to love myself. I have the tools now that I need to walk out every day um, with God and uh, just fighting the enemy. And I've had relationships stored beyond what I'd ever imagined. In fact, my son Brody here drove all the way from Niagara-on-the-Lake this morning to be here with me. And uh, even though I graduated almost a year ago, I haven't left. I'm still in the home. Um, I have graduated, though. Um, I have the privilege of living in the home and working for the, the center. And what an honor and privilege it is to be able to do that and to give back to the home that gave so much to me. Thank you. And as you can tell, Windsor Life Center has changed my mom's life, restored it, and brought her a new one, and brought our family back together, and I couldn't be happier to have her back. Okay, we're going to have Katie and Amy. These are two sisters that were in program, and her parent, their parents, and they're going to share. Yeah, hi, my name is Amy, and I'm from Windsor. I graduated from the Windsor Life Center in June of 2016. Um, prior going into the center, I was consumed with unforgiveness and self-hate, and um, I was living and just so stuck in addiction for a good seven years. Um, but since coming out of the Windsor Life Center, my life has changed completely. Um, my focus is back on my first love, Jesus Christ, and um, he's stolen the focus from who I used to be and what I used, what I've done, and um, I'm looking forward to a bright future, and I'm excited and very hopeful. Good morning, church. My name's Katie. I'm from Windsor. I graduated from the Windsor Life Center in December 2016. Uh, before coming into the center, I was living a very uh, dark, destructive, empty life. I was consumed uh, with addiction to sex, drugs, and alcohol for 10 years. Um, since graduating from the Windsor Life Center, God has completely transformed every aspect of my life. I'll be sober for a year on the 21st, uh, and living a sober, God-centered life um, has totally exceeded all of my expectations. I have God, my family, Pastor Kathy, the Windsor Life Center, and uh, Windsor Christian Fellowship to thank for that. I'm Mike, and this is my wife, Janie, so we received a double portion, a double blessing, and we couldn't be more grateful. As Christian parents, you want the best for your kids, and when you see your kids end up in devastation and bad choices, which we've all done at certain times in our lives, and to see the transformation, it's more than any parent could ever ask for, to see our two kids loving Jesus again, on fire for him. Thank you, Winter Life Center. Uh, thank you, Pastor Kathy and Pastor Rick, for not just having the vision, but having the guts to walk out that vision and to be obedient to God and pay the price. Alicia. Oh, 
Okay, well, what can I say? Before the Windsor Life Center, I was just basically living a life of destruction of destruction. Um, I was being swayed by the storms of life and um, my emotions and the filters that um, I had built over the years. And um, thanks to the Windsor Life Center, I was able to um, get free from a lot of those um, filters. And I was able to just focus on the truth of, of Jesus and who he is. Um, when I think of the Windsor Life Center, um, it reminds me of First Corinthians, the second chapter, when Paul talks about, um, you know, the wisdom of the world versus the wisdom of God. And what Windsor Life Center, Center does is truly they focus on the wisdom of God and, and Jesus Christ and the cross, and they know that we're fighting a spiritual battle and we need to fight it with spiritual weapons. And so I'm so thankful for that. And um, since the Windsor Life Center, it'll be um, almost four years for me. Um, And uh, so I am now just living a life that I could have never imagined, and I owe it all to um, the Lord and Pastor Kathy's vision and the staff of Winter Life Center, and um, I'm happy to be moving back into the Winter Life Center soon as a staff member. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's the place to be, and I wouldn't have it any other way, so thanks. This is my dad. Hi, my name's Troy. Um, I just want to give thanks from uh, my family. My wife is here with me because um, you're looking at living proof of a miracle. Um, and I also received a double portion because Alicia has a sister who went to another Christian center. So um, my mind and my heart has just been blown. My faith has been grown. And I just uh, thank this church and the center so much for their vision, the work, the commitment, all the people, the relationships that we have formed, that Alicia has formed, and what an inspiration she is to our family. And um, I would also like to say to the church that speaking about addiction and how much of an epidemic that is, that this is truly an opportunity for all of us to help these people because they become awesome Christians and the message that they have and the people that they help that have went through or are going through what they go through and how much that spreads is, is powerful and it's been in my life and I've seen so much proof and miracles of it so I just want to praise God for all of it he gets all the glory and thank you very much Lauren? Oh, actually, sorry, Marcy. Marcy's next, then Lauren. I was tangled in grief and sorrow, which led me into depression and having no self-worth. Eventually, I was smoking meth to forget and to numb my pain. I started blaming God and praying every night that I wouldn't wake up. Totally hopeless. Then boom, two years ago, God led me to the doors of Windsor Life Center. It was the first time I felt safe in a long time. Then God started preparing me for my dad's death, knowing that if, if he didn't and I was still in my addiction, it would have killed me. Everyone at Windsor Life Center plays a big role in saving my life and increasing my faith. What the devil took away, God has gave back to me and some. I have my family back, I'm now a grandmother, and I met the love of my life, and have two extra, uh, his two daughters, sorry, and trying to open my own business to helping others uh, that are broken. Thanks. Well, where do I start? Ever since my mom started doing drugs, I didn't know what that was until she was asleep for two to three day, days straight. And she was off and on, then she got help, but I didn't see her often. I'm glad she changed and I get to call her my mom. And without my papa and the Life Center, she wouldn't be here. She's still crazy, but everyone has a little bit of crazy in them. <laughs> Love you, mom, and proud to call you, and proud you're my mommy. Lauren? 
Hello, everyone. My name is Lauren Dobsky, and these are my two boys, Isaiah and Elisha. Uh, before uh, entering the Windsor Life Center, uh, I'd been suffering from both drug and alcohol addiction for most of my adult life. Um, it cost me my family, my friends, my children, and um, very, very closely could have cost me my life. Um, upon entering the Windsor Life Center, I got to know God's true character through his son, Jesus Christ, and in him and with the love and support of many others, um, I have gained victory over my past and have been delivered from the bondage of addiction. Today, I am free to fly. I um, am free to enjoy the people that I love, and I am also free to be able to do the things uh, that bring me joy. Um, I think the biggest thing for me today is that I have a peace in my life that I, I honestly did not even know existed. And I get to live every day and just be a light uh, and just shine Jesus on the people that I love. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Okay, Sherry and Jacqueline and Zoe. Hi. Um, Almost four years ago, I came to the Windsor Life Center, too, and uh, it's hard to explain in mere words what a difference my life is. Uh, the previous 10 years, probably, <laughs> before that were um, pretty dark. I was full of hatred, self-hatred, loathing, shame, guilt, just life. Uh, I took a beating, and I didn't handle it very well, and I turned to the bottle for help because I didn't know where else to go. But um, coming here four years ago, um, Windsor Life Center gave me the tools that I need to learn how to live life, to handle those blows, to handle life. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ now, and that's where my power is. And um, it really does um, change things for generations to come. My son graduated uh, from a faith-based 12-month program as well from a drug addiction, and he's doing amazing. Um, Jacqueline's going to speak in a sec what God's done for her. And now we're seeing a difference um, in the life of my grandchildren as well, this being one of them, Zoe. So. Thank you, Windsor Life Center and Patrick Cathy. Hi, I'm Jacqueline. Um, yeah, it's not a joke when they say that it, there's a generational curse that happens, and we come from a long line of addictions of many kinds. Uh, Windsor Life Center has changed my family's life forever. I dropped mom off there four years ago, and I kind of felt like I was leaving a dog at the pound when I walked away, but... <laughs> But I got to go back, <laughs> and I got to see. It was the best pound she's ever been to. Um, but um, there's not going to be any addiction in our family. My daughter's going to grow up, and she's going to know what it's like to love Jesus with all her heart. And um, we thank the Windsor Life Center so that she will never have to go through what we went through growing up. And she has something to say, too. Thank you for helping my mommy and my grandma. Sarah. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm from St. Catharines, Ontario, and I came to uh, Windsor Life Center about two years ago. Um, before I came there, I was an alcoholic. I was drinking all the time, waking up in the middle of the night, shaking, needing to drink more just so I didn't have a seizure and, you know, get very ill. Um, and then right before my 24th birthday, the devil tried to take me out. Um, my liver failed and I was in the ICU. And if it wasn't for this church and WLC, I would not be here right now. They prayed for me. My liver started to work again, renew. The doctors were just mind blown. They had no idea what was going on, but it, I know, I know what was going on. It was God. <laughs> so now I've been sober for just two years. I graduated on my 25th birthday. Um, also the day I got baptized a year before. So thank you, Lord. And thank you, Pastor Kathy. Okay. Christina. Hi, I'm Christina. Um, I'm from Windsor. Um, I've been coming to the church, I believe, since 2006. 
So, um, and during that whole time, what I kept hidden from a lot of people was that I was a closet, closet alcoholic. And in that period of time, um, quick rundown, it was just um, in and out of jails, um, all having to do with alcohol, DUIs, um, trips to the psychiatric ward, like you name it, I've been there. Um, did a nine month stay at a provincial jail and you would think that would have gotten me to my bottom. However, it wasn't, it wasn't until my last bottom of June 15th this past year where I spiritually died. I didn't want to live, I didn't want to die. However, I was just death inside and I knew something had to change. Um, my mom had prayed for me to come to the Life Center. I didn't know this for three years. And um, so I went to the Life Center, and um, what the Life Center has done for me is I was able to reconnect in my faith in God and uh, really get a healing and a deliverance and a hope and a joy and a peace and compassion and and understanding of um, the consequences that my behavior and my sin had and that it had on those people around me. So with my parents that have stood by me in every jail, bail, hospital, you know, I'm very lucky. And I'm very lucky for this program that's given me my life back, that I can become a mom to my four-year-old and my 18-year-old. So I'm so grateful for the church and Victoria who is one of my mentors, and Julie, she's watching live stream. I'm so grateful because I wouldn't have the joy and happiness and excitement to live out my life now. So thank you. Hi, I'm Jennifer, Christina's mom. Um, we've been at her side for the last 10 years, I want to say, that she's been struggling with her addictions through her depression and anxiety. Um, but one thing I must say, my faith has brought me to, to this because without that, if I didn't have faith in God, I don't think we would have been at this point. So uh, my message to everyone, parent that's out there listening to this, don't give up, keep your faith. Keep praying, stay strong, and trust God because he is the one that will bring you through. And Life Center has really brought her faith back. She has always been a Christian walking into, she was brought up in a Christian home. My husband and I, we went, we never went go to this church before, we're going to a different church, but from little, they were brought to church, going to church, and growing up in the right way. But things happen, and um, people fall aside, right? But she's back on track, she's gotten her faith stronger, she's doing all the right steps, and through all this, it has brought our faith stronger. That's what I want to say. It has brought our family stronger too. Amen. Rachel. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel. Um, I went to the Life Center April of 2015 after, well, my life was a complete disaster. Um, my fiance had passed away. I was an alcoholic, bulimic. Um, I had a lot of other issues as well all throughout my life. Um, anyways, I went through the doors skeptical, not thinking that they'd be able to do anything to help me. But um, the year that I was there completely transformed my life. I got to know myself for the first time, I got to know God on a level I never knew possible, and it was an incredible experience. Um, it took a lot of work, but it was an incredibly worth it. it. My life is is really good now. I um, I graduated. Yeah, I told you I graduated already. Um, 2016. Um, ever since then, yeah, I'm going to school. I go to St. Clair College. Um, I'm working at a salon and spa. 
doing really well. I'm in a new and healthy relationship, and I'm just really blessed and so grateful for the Life Center because it, it is an amazing place, and I highly recommend it to anyone who's struggling with addictions. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, and one more thing is that my mom, she lost her voice, so she has a little note that I'm going to read on her behalf. Um, I am so thankful for God's miraculous intervention in my daughter's life. She was on death road. I feared for her life since she was a child because of her risky behaviors and addictions. Windsor Life Center gave her the help she needed when she could not help herself, and I could not help her either. I'm so very thankful. She has a destiny that the devil wanted to destroy, but thanks be to God, he has used ashes to make beauty in her life, and she is moving forward. Amen. Uh, Stephanie and her new husband. Hi, so my name is Stephanie, and um, just over two years ago, uh, the enemy, he had a plan for me. And it was to use the addictions that I had struggled with for almost 20 years to kill me, to destroy me. And he almost succeeded. But um, God had a different plan for me. And he brought me to the Windsor Life Center. And there I found out that I actually do love myself. And I broke free from the addictions. And God ha used... Um, he just used his voice to just tell me to just stay still and to just wait and to be patient. And that's what I did. And God has given me this whole new life. He has restored all of my, um, my family to me. I have new family. I have a wonderful husband. And um, I've been sober for over two years. I'm working in the center. Um, I I'm, I'm actually was just promoted to be program assistant. And I'm in school. I'm going through to be an addictions counselor. So God is so good. And um, I just want to thank all of the donors and the supporters because it is because of the constant support of the home that I was able to come and have the life that I always dreamed of having. And I just want to thank you so much. And I'm walking in that blessing now. I just want to thank God first for uh, giving the vision to you and Pastor Rick to put, put this whole thing on the W uh, Windsor Life Center. And I want to thank the whole church for the support of the girls. And uh, also like to, uh, on behalf of the Pranger family in Hamilton, uh, thank them. They want to thank, sorry. <laughs> they thank all of you for the support and uh, saving Stephanie. They got their daughter back and they got their uh, sister back. So thank you all. Alexandria. My name is Alexandria. I am a proud mother of five handsome young men and a wife to a devoted husband. Life is wonderful, but it hasn't always been. I have struggled with drug abuse, self-harm, promiscuity, partying over half of my life. I hated who I'd become. In October of 2015, I walked through the doors of the Windsor Life Center. They taught me how to love me. They taught me where my worth comes from. It doesn't come from things, from people, from my job. It comes from God. I graduated from the program in April of 2016. And I can honestly say for the first time in my life, I love me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long road. Like, it takes time to heal. And the Windsor Life Center allows these women to have the chance to heal what's broken inside of them through God through uh, the volunteers and everything. And I'm truly thankful that I have my wife back, that we have our family whole again. And glory goes to God. Thank you, Pastor Kathy. Thank you, Wendy Life Center, for helping my mom. <laughs> Mary, Mary Margaret. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 
Hello, everyone. My name is yeah. My name is Mary Margaret, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. And it wasn't always like that. Um, I really believe that I wasn't lovable, and that included Jesus. Um, that's changed since I was at the Windsor Life Center. The cornerstone of my foundation has been built here, and I'm, I'm still coming here. It's something that I want to be a part of, maybe to volunteer in, and just to be able to one day mentor myself as well to some other woman who might come into the program who needs help. But I'm so eternally grateful because the foundation that I have is built on love, and that's starting to emanate from myself. So thank you. Now, these ladies here, thank you, everybody. You all did awesome. There's a number of people that couldn't be here that wanted to come. We do have a couple little videos. Hopefully, we'll get time to show. But these are the residents that are in there now. And some of them are going to share. I think there's a few that didn't want to share yet, but that's okay. The rest will share. So we're going to start with Lana, who's about to graduate. Hey, Pastor Kathy, I just want to say thank you for dying to your flesh. Because without you picking up your cross, I wouldn't have one to pick up today. I walked into the Windsor Life Center um, a year ago. In four days, it'll be a year that I have a year sober for the first time since I was eight years old. <laughs> Give God a hand for that. That's not me. <laughs> I was that beaten person laying on the side of the road that nobody could help, beaten by my parents, relatives. I just, I had nothing but drugs to turn to, and I literally physically died um, in December of 2015. But last year, when I came to the Windsor Life Center, I experienced a new freedom. I can honestly stand here today and say, I am no longer a slave to fear because I, Lana Bristow, am a child of God, and this ain't the last you heard from me. There was no place for me but WLC. <laughs> Who's next? I don't know how I can top that. Um, <laughs> hi, my name is Caitlin Beale. I'm from Windsor. I've been at the Life Center for just shy of two months now. Um, before uh, WLC, I suffered from severe anxiety, depression, bulimia. I let drugs like alcohol and cocaine completely rule my life. I lived and would die for them. I, and at that time, I thought God was the bad guy, and I blamed him for absolutely everything. Now that I've been to the center, even though it's just a short period of time, I live and die for faith and my addiction is no longer drugs, it's worship and Jesus Christ. Good morning, my name is Erica. Um, I've been in the Windsor Life Center for 10 months now, and I just want to honor this woman right here. I just honor you and Pastor Rick um, for acting in obedience to the vision that God gave them. And I might add, this is not necessarily an easy vision to execute, <laughs> dealing with women such as myself um, on a daily basis. <laughs> Um, so I shared in the first service about um, how I almost died from a fentanyl overdose and pancreatic failure. Um, and I'm also going to mention I've had a very serious mental health problem um, for the majority of my life, uh, depression and anxiety. Um, I was the girl voted most likely to succeed in high school. But I'm also the girl who drank rubbing alcohol and Listerine um, in an effort to... Um, calm the deep sadness that had come over my life. Um, I have so much joy now. Um, you know, for sorrow, he has given me joy, and for all the pain, I just have hope for a future now. This is a program that um, works with us mentally, physically, and emotionally, and not just with us, with our families as well. Uh, my beautiful mother is sitting here, and I honor you. I honor you, and I thank you for never stopping praying for me. And I thank this church body for never stopping to pray. This church prays for all of us. And I just, I'm so thankful for that. And um, I'm so thankful that you gave me an opportunity and my family an opportunity. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm Kate, and I'm from Windsor, Ontario. Um, I've been in the center for four months now, and it is an amazing place. I struggled for many years with drugs and alcohol, and just generational curses, and they are true. And I am glad to say that I am free from addiction and alcohol, and I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you, oh, Pastor man. Kathy. Here we go again. Hello, my name is Jennifer McDonald, and I'm from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. 19 years ago, I became addicted to painkillers after being diagnosed with Crohn's disease. In those years, I lost my children, my health, my integrity, and the only hope that I honestly had is that I didn't want to live anymore. I didn't want to live in this, the torture that I was going through. Since I've been at the Windsor Life Center, which is four months, I've been my family has been restored. I have been completely cured of Crohn's disease. <laughs> and because I was an intravenous user, I had hepatitis and I've been cured from that too. <laughs> so as I grow closer to God, which I am a brand new Christian. I see that I understand the purpose that he has for me, and I see myself in him and what I want to be like in life. Um, and yeah, my integrity is just, it's, it's changed. Like, I know that I'm changed, and I'm strong, and I can do this. And I thank you, Kat, Pastor Kathy. You took somebody that was nothing from Cape Breton, and you brought her here. And you saved my life. And I thank you, and I owe you. Thank you. I just want to say I didn't do it alone. All of you have, that have been involved, and especially the day-to-day -day staff, they're amazing, and um, I'll talk, get to them in a few minutes. But uh... Hi, my name is Joanne. I'm from Vernon, British Columbia. Um, I've been here for six months now. Um, a series of tragic deaths throughout my early adulthood um, caused me to turn to drugs. Uh, my drug addiction robbed me of my friends and my family, and, but most of all, it robbed me of myself. Um, since being here, I've restored with my family, uh, my children have got their mother back, but most of all, I'm finding myself here. So thank you for your vision and following it. Good afternoon, church. Uh, my name is Jessica. I've been at the Windsor Life Center for about 11 weeks now. Um, prior to coming to the Windsor Life Center, I allowed heroin and fentanyl to strip me of every good and perfect gift that God had given me. I, I felt worked worthless. I didn't trust myself. I was losing absolutely everything. And I compromised my morals and my beliefs for a drug that was just trying to take me out. There was nothing good coming from it. Um, but how many here know that God is faithful? <laughs> because of WLC, I have a new beginning. And because of Jesus Christ, I will never be the same again, ever. I just, I just want to thank you so much. Because as I'm as I'm sitting here and I'm just seeing all these families come up, I'm just crying with such joy because it's like, this is going to be me one day. I'm going to be up here and my family's going to have their daughter back and they already do. And it's just, I'm just so grateful for your vision. And awesome. for, thank you. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from Toronto. I was heavily addicted to alcohol and cocaine. I was basically losing my whole life, mind, and my will. I have been at the Life Center for two weeks now and have already regained hope for a future and have regained my health back. Thank you to Jesus. Thank you for my mom for standing behind me. Thank you for Pastor Rick and Kathy for believing in me. Thank you for everyone at the Life Center for also standing behind me and always loving me, just loving me for who I am, not for who somebody I was trying to be, like the, the fake me, for loving me for who I actually am. Um, and all its supporters, you guys are changing lives. You're changing my life and you're changing everyone in this girl's lives. I love you all. My name's Anna, and I'm from Strathroy, Ontario. Um, before coming to the Windsor Life Center, I was heavily addicted to cocaine, and I lived in a very dark, dark world. Um, but now, since coming here, I have hope for my future, and I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm Jennifer, and I'm from Brantford. I've been at the Life Center now for nine months. Um, before coming here, um, I was trapped in a life of um, drug addiction and alcoholism, and... Um, just consumed with the whole lifestyle. And since coming here, um, I've found freedom in Christ and uh, 
God is healing those places that drove me into the addiction in the first place. And I'm so grateful for everybody involved in the center and especially for you, Pastor Kathy. But thank you so much for, for having this opportunity. Hi, I'm Madison. Um, I'm from a small town north of Toronto. And uh, I've been at the center for a month and a half. And I can honestly say that in that short period of time, I've been completely transformed through the work of the Windsor Life Center, God working through them. And um, I've come close to being one of those 47,000 uh, many times. And so this is just the work of God. I'm a living example because here I am, I'm free, I'm healthy, I'm whole, I'm redeemed, and I have a future and I have a purpose. And I just thank you so much, Pastor Kathy, for having that vision. Thank you. Hey, man, you guys okay? Okay. They're going to... Are you, did you want to say something? Oh, you want to say Hi, my name's Jamie. Um, I wasn't going to speak today, but I can't not keep silent. <laughs> this cause is way too important to me. My twin sister, Jennifer, was one of those statistics who lost her life to a drug overdose. And she also had a daughter who lost her mother that day. The only reason I am alive today is because of Windsor Life Center, and I know that without a shadow of a doubt. And I just want to say thank you, Pastor Kathy, for believing in me and never, ever giving up on me. You saw my worth when all I could see was failure. And I know the reason I made it back to this church, because I was full of shame and condemnation, was because of all the prayers of every person here who believed in me. And because of my father's prayers, I know that's the only reason that I'm alive today. My number one, though, thank you, is to God. Because he tore down walls to get to me. Because I am his. We are all God's kids with great value and worth. So I just want to say to any prodigal out there, anyone who feels too ashamed to walk back through church doors, which there's many out there, because all of us struggle. Whether we like it or not, we struggle. I just want to say, come home. There's mercy, there's grace, and there's power. And God, we are his. Thank you. I think we're raising up some really good preachers in there too, right? And I want to say this. There's a couple of the ladies. They're back in the center for the second time. They were through and they went out and, uh, and some did well for a while and then had a, a little... Uh, set back and I, I'm so proud of them that came back because you know what recovery is a process it is a process and some people will you know they get that help and they just continue on and they do well and they they don't have the setbacks and some people because of life and stuff still happens they might have a setback but you know I'm so proud of uh, Jamie just she had a setback and she came right back she didn't go back to the lifestyle because she knew better and and she came back in to get that help and to get back on track. And, and there's a few others also that, um, you know, had some stuff happen. And, and, but most of them, they're, they're new. And, um, and we really, there's many more out there that couldn't come. I don't think we're going to have time to play the video, though I wish we did. But I would also want the staff of WLC to stand up, to come up here really quick. The staff, um, if anybody that works at WLC... Uh, could come up really quick, and uh, I want to acknowledge these ladies because <laughs> these ladies put their heart into it. Some of them work full-time, some of them work part-time. Um, Fiona isn't here today. I wish she was because she actually runs the house, and she does an incredible job. Where's, oh, she is here. <laughs> I didn't see you. Sorry. She is here, thank God, and um, she does an incredible job, and um, all the day staff, the night staff, the weekend staff, it's really like running a hospital, and you know, the, they're thanking me because I had a vision, and I am very much a part of the center, and I do a lot, but these ladies here are with the ladies day in, day out, and do uh, so much of the day-to-day -day work with them, and uh, I'm very proud of them. We've got an amazing staff. You're doing an awesome job, all of you, and... Uh, some of them work in the center, some of them work in the development office, which is our fundraising uh, department, and they're all amazing, but we're not done yet, so sit down, and i got to rush because we're late, so sorry. <laughs> I also want to thank all our volunteers. Um, if you're a volunteer, just stand up in your seat. Maybe you um, volunteer in some way. 
in the Life Center. I know there's a number of you. We have our ambassadors that help with our fundraising. We have our board who obviously they meet on a regular basis and, you know, do a lot. Um, we're so grateful for all of you that have been a part of it, whether you've supported it monthly or been, a, you know, an occasional donor or been involved in our fundraising. And I want to just re-emphasize the need. I have to raise, to run the center, costs, it's, for this year, is going to cost around $700,000. I can't take up offerings every week. I rely on our, our um, fundraising efforts, you know, our events, our monthly donors, our one-time donation people. There's many ways you can give and be involved. And I'm asking you to really, if you're not involved, to get involved involved and if you are involved see if you can do a little more uh, I'm asking everybody here to get involved in the um, walkathon last year we raised around a hundred thousand dollars I would love to raise two hundred thousand dollars this year and we can if everybody does a part and so I'm just going to encourage you uh, we're going to take up an offering for the life center I mentioned that earlier now you know why we need this we're almost running out of money from we haven't had a fundraiser since December and we have the uh, walkathon coming up, which is our next fundraiser at the end of April. But you know, this is the season where things get really low. And every person here that they get paid, the staff get paid, and they want to keep getting paid. Um, I'm sure. And uh, God has always been faithful. He's always met the need. But Pastor Rick told me to take this service to to promote the Life Center, and just to let you know, for those especially that have been involved in any way, what your money is doing. You are the good Samaritans. You are the ones that are helping the person by the wayside that is half dead. And many of these women were half dead. And some of them had actually died and come back because of, you know, just the um, prayer and, and people believing for them. And many of them have lost their children. Some of them have been in prostitution, families torn apart. You heard just very s snippets of their stories when we, we hear the whole story. And it's pretty, pretty devastating what many of them have gone through and lived through. And, um, and I just appreciate every person that's been a part of this. It means the world to us. And and um, I just want you to know that you are so appreciated. Um, I mentioned about all the people that have um, died, and it's getting worse. And we need, we need to grow, and we need to do more. But, you know, we're doing what we can with what we have right now. And I believe in God for even bigger things in the future. But you, WCF, have been an integral part of this vision. It's not me or Pastor Rick. It's all of you supporting us in the vision that has made it happen. And through your support, these lives have been transformed. You will have part of what God rewards in the kingdom for what's happened here because of what you've done. Um, they've overcome their addictions, returned to their families and their communities, you know, and their healthy whole woman uh, because of the help they've been able to get here from the center. So please help us continue doing what we're doing. Your donation today will make a difference. We thank you for your support. You can donate and become a monthly sponsor. We really need monthly sponsors because that monthly income is really crucial to be stable and to just, you know, have consistent money coming in. Also, you know, a great one-time gift. If somebody has a million dollars they want to give, we'll take it. Uh, we definitely could use it. Um, but also, with the, with the walkathon coming up, we would love for you to get involved in any way possible. And you've, saw, you know, you've heard how you can get involved. So we just appreciate that. If you can stay just another minute and a half, I'm going to play the videos. We have three videos from two past residents and one of their daughters that uh, I want to show. Because they did send them in, and I'd love to get that on live stream too. So I have been sober for 28 months. Um, today my life looks very different than, than what it did a um, little over two years ago. Um, I had finally just had enough. Addiction took everything from me. I had nowhere to go but up. Uh, I got on a plane and I flew to Windsor. I walked through the doors of Windsor Life Center and my life drastically changed. Um, here I am two years later, uh, sober, alive, and following Jesus in it all. And I owe it all to Windsor Life Center. I love you guys. Hi, my name is Ashley and Angela McKinnon is my mom. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everybody at the Windsor Life Center for everything they've done for both my mother and my family. Not only have they helped my mom find sobriety, but they've given me my family back. Thanks guys, you guys are awesome. Hi, my name is Angela McKinnon and I'm from Nova Scotia. Um, I was a resident of the Windsor Life Center in 2015. I've been home for almost two years. Um, I wasn't really sure when I first got home exactly what I was going to expect. All I knew was I was on fire for Jesus and uh, um, and that definitely grew. That that spark fire didn't, didn't go out in any way, shape or form. Um, and what I can say now is that I have been fully delivered from alcohol and addiction and that is contributed to my time at the Windsor Life Center. They change lives, they save lives. 
um, Pastor Kathy's dream or Pastor, Pastor Kathy's vision um, is saving lives, saving lives and changing families. My family is forever changed. Praise God. And uh, thank you. Let's all stand. And uh, we're so grateful for, like I said, everybody that's been a part of this. There's so much work and effort into making as many more are going to be changed. And we have, uh, I think, five ladies all in the queue waiting to come in right now. We can only take in one a week. And, um, and so we're just praying and believing God for just continual success stories. I believe we're, our phone's ringing all the time now for people that need help. And if you're out there by live stream and you need help, call the Windsor Life Center. And if you're out there watching and maybe you don't need help and you know somebody that does, tell them about the Life Center and also get involved. You'll see many people online looking for people to support them for the walkathon. If you don't live in the city, uh, maybe you live somewhere else in Canada, you can still support one of our walkers or you can send in a donation. Uh, go to the WindsorLifeCenter.com website and uh, we'd be glad to accommodate you there so um, I'm going to say a closing prayer and we're going to dismiss so Father we just thank you for the opportunity that we have Lord uh, you've blessed us with an opportunity Lord to help those that cannot help themselves Lord, to help those that have been devastated by addiction and the families, Lord, that have been devastated. And we just pray we'll continue to do that work. And Lord, we just ask you to bless us as we put our hand to the plow and continue on doing what you've called us to do. So Father, we just thank you for every person that's been a part of this, no matter how small or big their role is. And we thank you that you've given them put it on their hearts to be a part in Jesus name just bless everybody as they go today bless their day in Jesus don't forget there's prayer tonight at six o'clock and I believe there's also produce outside of the church that Pastor Howie needs to have taken away so it's good stuff that you can take home and eat so feel free to help yourself if there's still some out there so God bless have an awesome day and uh, hopefully we'll see some of you back tonight